You have now made a quantum shift in consciousness by listening to the Conscious Money Creation Podcast with Jude Hotep, all about soul, mission, mindset, and money. Episode number four, coming to ya. Hey y'all, this is Jude Hotep. I'm the Conscious Money Coach, and this episode is called What to Do About the Past. I want you to think about when you think about the past, we usually go to the childhood, our childhood 10 years ago, all last year, but we often don't think about the past as last week, yesterday, one hour ago. And this is so illuminating and so helpful when you want to keep your your vision and your sight really crystal clear on where you're going and on your future and what you're working to create in your life. And if you think about if you're focused on even one hour ago, you're not focused on where you want to go, on your goal, on conscious money creation, right? And so... It's kind of like this old hat psychology that would have you think that focusing on the past could be beneficial. And there's times when things come up naturally, there's things to heal, things to shift, um, things to mine for for some insights or for some strengths that you received from that time, or things that weren't processed and they came up organically, so it's time to process them and, and let them go. And so that's just a natural part of our human life. But we often get stuck spinning in the past. And even an hour ago, um, a day ago, a week ago. And that is where that old idea about going into the past and figuring it out or trying to make some sense of it, it really hinders us and disables and disconnects us from our future, from our future version of ourselves that is living our goals and our dreams, and from the goals and dreams that we have, that we are crafting and creating. Everything you're doing right now in your life is to get to those goals, right? And so if we're not focused upon them, and we're in our minds, focused on the past, then we're using up our beautiful brain power on on things in our mind that are not going to get us to that goal, that are actually going to hold us back from getting to that goal. And so I, you know, we brew on it, we stew on it, we think even like an hour ago, a week ago, you know, we'll think often it's like we think we could f- have figured it out, said something different, done something different. You know, sometimes um, I'll be with my friend and excited about something and, and she's trying to tell me something and I'm like, I'll think about it later and I'll think, oh, okay, I, I'm going to make a conscious effort to just to listen a little deeper and to witness a little bit more. I was just so excited about our conversation, just going off on exciting tangents on what she's saying and back and forth, but she's in a different headspace at that moment, so just making a conscious note of it. So that's like a productive way to think about something that just happened that I can think that in one or you know a minute and 60 seconds or less and make a mental note that, okay, noting that she wasn't in the same space of creative, like fun chattering. She was in more of the space of, um, for me to witness her and 
So that's something I can make a quick mental note of. I don't need to brew on that for an hour or all day or off and on all throughout the day. You know, it really takes 60 seconds to kind of make note of why my brain came up with this and then to move on. And when we brew on things, like we don't even get tea out of it. You know, it's like you brew tea and you at least get this wonderful drink to drink. But when we're brewing on thoughts in our mind, we're spinning uselessly on thinking that doesn't serve us anyway. When I was a kid, we had this one pot that we always made tea out of. My stepdad had to have tea um, in the fridge at all times. That was his drink. And we had this process and you had this one pan. It was this certain size pan. It was a tea pan. And so I would want some tea, so I'd drink it up, drink the last bit of it. So I'd have to make some tea. So I'd brew the water. And you throw the tea, three tea bags in there. And it wasn't, you know, just basic iced tea, tea bags. You know, I always think of tea as like some sort of dinky, like delicious tea, um, like French toast tea from Tea of the Republic or some really good blackberry green tea from tea of the republic (laughs) you can't tell that i like them right and um and so then we brew the water put the tea bags in and then you have to wait for it to cool come back you know empty the tea into the the container add sugar and then fill it up with water and then you have tea in the fridge so we'd have tea so we'd brew the tea we'd have tea I don't know why my parents just had this tea system. That's what we did. That's what you did. So I made tea a lot as a kid. <laughs> but but like when you're just brewing on thoughts in your mind, you're not even getting this productive result. And the re- productive result you could get could be accomplished in a very short amount of thinking if you bring consciousness into the equation. And that's the that's the thing right there is bring consciousness to what you're thinking about. Like why – why am I spinning on this? Is there something to extract here that's worthwhile? Or is this just the old habit brain spinning on thinking as a distraction as a it's a, actually it's an action that you're taking. So it's a distraction from your conscious money creation, and from thinking about your future and from think and from thinking about the goals and the specific actions to get you to your goals. It's just a it's it seems like it couldn't make a difference. But it makes a vast difference when you spend say, two to six hours a day focused on unproductive thinking, if that was put towards your goals, just think of how much you launch yourself into your future that way. And so one of the things to think about is where do you want to be in two years? Often we can look around at a lot of people that they they are in the same place as they were two years ago. And it's, it's not a judgment or a criticism. We all choose our paths, but, but do you want, where do you want to be in two years? Do you want to be in the basically roughly same place? Maybe you've grown some and, and definitely changed some and, and done some interesting things and lived some life, but really haven't accomplished those big goals that you have in mind the and the money and financial goals and sovereignty that you're looking for and and you're working on and so if you think about two years from now do you want to be wanting these same goals or some version of them two years from now and so think about that the past even the worst things that we've been through in our lives 
you know, unless someone is in kind of a trauma situation where they need to see, seek therapy and really process that. Otherwise, if you think about our past, even the worst things we've been through, we're here now and we've gotten through them and we're okay. And maybe we have a, a tough um, experience, some tough emotions one day or the energy's off another day or, or these different things we go through as humans experiences and get two weeks without sunshine and we're just a little like okay I need some sunshine here um in the winter you know whatever it is but but you're really but you've really you've gotten through it and so even the worst things you've come through you're on the other side of it and so if you think about the discomfort of going for your conscious money creation that you want to create in your life and and the discomfort, the uh, not knowing of the steps to take until you do take them and, and see what works and see what doesn't and figure those out um, of kind of being on the journey, on the adventure of it where it's not all told and it's not all completed yet and there's so many unknowns. And that's the trail of life when you when you go for a hike, you know, you're not looking i mean some people know the whole route and everything but the whole adventure and fun of it is you don't know what's around the corner and you don't know what you're going to experience and that's why there's a fun story later is because you meet someone on the trail or you see a, a gorgeous amazing wild animal or you just have these uh, magical moments and that's what makes the journey story worthy later and makes it so fun but being on the trail and knowing every inch of it and what branches where and and I left this marker here and I know this exact turn in the in the curve in the bend and this exact amount of water is running over the you know is bubbling in the gurgling in the creek over here and <laughs> um, I'd say creek but nevertheless you know that's it takes all the adventure out of it and this life isn't meant to be to be spelled out for us or what would be the point and I think we forget that because of just the typical hardships and some of the tough moments of life that sometimes thinking that we want to already have our money creation figured out, our business figured out, our um, our, our product already in the world, our book already written and how that's going to go instead of really just being in that process in that moment and really experiencing the fun and aliveness of that rather than just existing and kind of keep having an eye on the future in a way of like trying to to be there now instead of being on the journey to the future while having your vision and your eye on the future knowing that that's why you're doing what you're doing now, making it meaningful and and living from that place, embodying that now. So there's two different things and such a subtle nuance to kind of not be in the adventure of your life now. And it's almost like you're trying to get away from this now moment. And then the brain so easily goes back into focusing on what it thinks you could have done wrong and and what have you. And then there's the, and just trying to get to the future where we're not enjoying the current moment. And then there's future focus where you're focused on your future. You're focused on the, the dream, the vision that you have. And then you're living in this fun, beautiful now moment to take each step as it comes, right? And often when we think of past focus, we think, um, like I said, of like our childhood. But, you know, what is so powerful and effective in our lives is to look at past focus as one hour ago, one day ago, last week, because that's mostly where 
our minds tend to go when we're looking to the past and we bypass we bypass the understanding that that's not serving us, that that's still past focus. To even think about what you did an hour ago and or to think about the whole day and it got away from you and now you're going into um going into your night and and what you're going to do, it just doesn't serve you. It, it's more about okay, um, this, this, and this, like take 60 seconds, take five minutes. You know, sometimes people say, okay, take five minutes to feel sorry for yourself and it's time to move on. (laughs) And I like this trick to be like, okay, my brain's all past focus. Let me take five minutes. Was there something worthwhile to extract here? Is there something, some reason this is coming up for me, some strength I want to take away from this, um, some way to take judgment away from myself and see myself as the beautiful human that's, going through life in each moment, you know, what can I take away from this that's valuable and useful to me? And then five minutes, okay, time to move forward. Where am I going? This is what's important. These are the actions I can take to make that happen and to have a lot of joy and fun along the way. It's from this conscious place, you know, from this awake, aware state, you know, it's that that we think about it. A lot of times when... um we are focused on creating, you know, our money, you know, we need to come from this really conscious place and conscious, aware, awake place and make those decisions thoughtfully because we often make money decisions that we're not unhappy with, but we didn't make them consciously. We made them so quickly and effortlessly. It was just, you know, just zoomed through our brain that we don't realize that that was a good decision we liked that decision. We did want to spend that money. And then we, our brains would just go into that old habit pattern of feeling bad about our spending or what have you, instead of saying consciously, like I spend this money, then there's, you know, this amount went down in the account. And so I'm okay with that. Or this account has this in it. I'm moving this money here. You know, however, whatever that looks like for you, whatever version of that that comes up, sometimes we spend so unconsciously or, you know, and when we do that from even just the slightest bit of unconsciousness, just really quick, fast decisions, we might have be very happy with those decisions, but we don't know it because we don't slow down in the moment to really make it a conscious decision. Yes, I want to spend this money. Yes, I want to talk to this client. Yes, I want to you know, spend two hours writing this for my book. You know, yes, I want to spend two hours in my evening creating more value for my company. Um, things like that. I, you know, connecting to your future, connecting to your future self, um, you know, coming from when you, you know, when you're coming from this place of looking to the past, even an hour ago, you know, all day, the previous day or last week, you know, it's often, it's, it's often because we're, we're wanting to avoid kind of the flatness of not having our money goals connected to our soul mission. And I had a problem like connecting to money for a long time. And, and it was like, I can go make money, I can work 14 hours a day, I can, I can drive the work, and make it happen. 
but it just to keep having this money goal, I had to connect it to my soul mission. I had to connect it to a bigger purpose. I had to see that there needs to be more women millionaires in the world. I had to connect it to the fact that I think more women need to be an example of what's possible for more women. I, I think that more women in the world need to be consciously spending money rather than overspending and consciously creating um, the earning and the positions that they want, being on soul mission, doing the work they desire instead of under earning and getting by and surviving. You know, I think more women in the world should be out of debt and not getting into debt and not in positions where they feel the choices are limited. And that is how I connected to money in a different way to really drive my money creation with soul and in my heart versus just this money goal that seems really cool. It seems like it would be amazing to do and I could do that and I'm capable and I can blow my own mind and just, you know, I, I, I love the idea of it all, but until I actually connected it to a soul mission to something greater, something that had more meaning and significance and value to me, I couldn't really get behind just going for money only. And I wanted financial independence in my life and that really had meaning and significance, but it still wasn't enough without the soul mission behind it, without wanting more women to, to be able to be out in the world having financial independence themselves. Like my financial independence had to be a light for other women to, to seek and know that they could get financial independence as well and that there was a pathway and there was a way to do it and it's absolutely 100% possible. And so once I connected that, then I could just go all in in a way that was so much more powerful and so much more beautiful. And when you like are connecting to your future and your future self and you're coming from a place of desire for approval or acclaim, you know, prestige, affluence, money, you know, unless it's the money is connected to that sole purpose, it'll, it'll come from a, a flat place. And of course, you know, if it's coming from, you know, connecting to your future self and your goals, if it's coming from the desire for approval, you want somebody, you want to be approved for the work you're putting out in the world, instead of just saying that this is valuable, I, this is so intriguing and interesting and fun for me. And I just love this so much. And I know that, if I scratch this itch, you know, somebody is going to find value from it and, and I'll, you know, get connected with those people and this will help them in such and such way. So there's a difference between that and just saying, well, I just want everybody to see how great this work is. And it's not that that's not fine. You know, putting a piece of beauty in the world, it's so underestimated how important beauty is to our world. Great craftsmanship and excellency and and beautiful artwork and um, beauty in all the ways you know a garden um, a meal etc but but when it comes from that place of wanting approval then again you know it's always going to disconnect you from the ability to drive yourself to that goal to show up no matter what when you don't feel like it <laughs> but when you don't feel like it you know and it's for your soul mission then you do it then you come from an inspired place like driven by your dreams because they are connected to something that you hold significant and valuable to you and so i just think that this comes back to you know connecting to your future and realizing that a lot of the past focus we do is just focusing on last week or last month 
or last, you know, a few days ago, that that is also focusing on our past and taking away from our beautiful, bright brain's ability to create and fashion our lives and fashion our day and embody the emotions that we want to embody of like committed and inspired and and really being connected to that future version of ourselves, you know, that when you look at that future you and, and he or she's looking back at you, you know, is she's he or she's smiling and laughing and, you know, is there sunshine? Is there wind? Is there, you know, what do you see? What can you connect with? And what makes that significant and meaningful and valuable? All right, y'all, I'm going to leave you here with that today. Sending you lots of love. Have a great week. Bye, y'all. You've been listening to the Conscious Money Creation Podcast with Jude Hotep, all about soul mission, mindset, and money. Head on over to lifecoachjude.com to snag your three free tools to decrease money anxiety. That's also where you can book a free session with me to find out about the Conscious Money Creation six-month coaching program, where we go from scarcity mindset to prosperity mindset to make more money. If you want to end under earnings, stop overspending, get out of debt, or simply make more money or all of the above, head on over to lifecoachjude.com. 